0: Let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. It's
1: got a really, it's gonna sound like a really odd descriptor for a lager. It's almost got like a chocolatey thing, but not in the flavor and like the, in like the mouth feel. It's It's not, it's not quite creamy.
2: I know what you're saying.
1: Chocolate isn't the right word. No, but
2: the the creamy is a good a But similar, it's not it?
1: like it's not like Pilsnery
2: creamy. No. It's it, not corny. And what I will say is it's the has got the decent carbonation,
0: it's not gassy. No,
1: it's it's, doesn't, it's
0: not like um fills you up gassy. It doesn't feel like it's it's not got the crisp finish that I look for in in, in a it's Lager. Quite, maybe. Yeah, it's a bit of a flabby. Bit, bit sticky I don't think you'd use sticky it, sweet. I
2: don't think you'd use it at the first scruncher. No.
0: Because no. it hasn't got no. the sharpness, has it? No, it But it
1: looks pretty. And pretty.
0: it's in a nice glass as well. And it's, it's one award. It's actually quite tasty.
1: Yeah. And we have no idea how they got the first listing, but I would really like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're not quite sure how to pronounce it either. So. Per- oh, it's I think not I think it's, I say it's Plozzi. Plozzi, Plozzi. They, can, they can said but. Well. See, I think it's Palozzi. I'm, I'm, no, 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 it I'm going with Palazzi. There's going yeah. to many more times we'll order it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, from I'm the. That one. <laughs> from, from from the Edinburgh beer factory, this this yeah, is from which I never knew really existed. No, um, quite new to the the scene, I, I, I believe. But yeah, interesting how they've found themselves in a Fuller's pub. Maybe it's just Fuller's. You think it's a Fuller's lager disguised as yeah, something else? I checked the
1: company's house; it's not Fuller's. Yeah. Sorry, Offsho- offshore, offshore
0: Fuller's. <laughs> Who knows? Well, we're going to carry on enjoying this, um, yes. and by now people would have realised that uh, it's not just me and you again. You know? um, we seem to be unable to just record on our own these no, days. We don't like each other. People <laughs> <need> to know. <laughs> we always have to have a third wheel, <laughs> don't we? Don't just just to, to, to ease the uh, to look after us. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're joined by a guest uh, again this week, and we're going to uh, let our guest introduce herself to our listeners. So. Uh, Okay, hi Ruth. Thanks, lovely. (laughs) Seeing as (laughs) you're mouthing swear words at me across the table. I do. Um, Welcome to Opinions. Thank you for having Um, me. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, So, my name is Ruth. I am, I think, officially a beer geek. So, I work for a brewery and spend the time I'm not selling beer talking about beer, I think. Um, and being sarcastic
2: with it, obviously, in small doses. Sarcastically talking about beer? Sarcastically just, is that is that talking about between? beer. It comes in between okay. and and during. In small oh, doses. Qualified like a sommelier? I am or? a
1: qualified beer sommelier with the IBD, and maybe a certified Cicerone, but I haven't got the results from the exam back yet. Ooh, when do you expect those? Next week. I don't think I've passed. It was really hard. Really, really, really hard.
2: Yeah, I remember talking to Melissa about that, and she said it was incredibly difficult at different
1: levels as well. It's just... My brain kind of hurt, and I had to write things. And I don't actually write using a pen no, anymore, not and, a pen and they make you do it. It's hard, isn't it. They make it you do really an essay. Hard. Yeah, i do
0: really not writing pen these days. I know. I think people it's underestimate. It's almost that. like I've forgotten how to use a pen. Yeah,
1: um, but if I pass it, then I think that Melissa and I will be the two women in the UK who have got Cicerone and sommelier qualifications. Oh wow. There might, but, they're they're could, just, but there could be other people so that's, out there. That's quite I don't, a small club. I'm going to get really caught out if that's not the case. I'm, I'm but sure. But it will be a small I'm club.
0: I'm sure if anyone's listening, yeah. they'll, 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 know, they'll, 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 they'll let us know. We'll yeah. know that, Friday Yeah. And when we'll, I don't pass,
1: it won't matter anyway. Good
0: point. <laughs> so yeah. It's fine. Yeah, you'll go
2: for it again
1: then. Yeah, you can retake different parts. So it's, there's a written part and they are tasting parts. The tasting part I got 11 out of 12, so that's kind of okay. The written part,
2: so is so it important? Hold on, that means if, you've got someone
0: who knows that know, shit on it. Sorry, I'm I'm really worried about this. It's, it's Like someone that's actually going to tell us what things actually but I'm not taste like, to, uh, rather than just oh, it's a bit malty. but so I'm not allowed good.
1: to correct you, so it's okay. Are you not. You told me not. Oh, to. oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. no you can correct Sorry. Martin. You're not allowed to correct me. That's 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 how it works around here. Um, so is, is is it important in, in, in the job that you do with with, with the brewery to, to have those qualifications, or is that just something that, that you've done because of your own passion and interest in, in, in beer?
1: Um, I think in my current role it's not necessarily important, but if I'm going out and doing training with people, then I like to think I do something slightly more than just being the girl from the brewery. So if I'm doing training, I actually talk about how beer is made and talk about beer in beer, like beer education in general rather than just doing a brand sell and the idea is then that people are more confident talking about all beer and they sell more beer across the bar and then my sales go up because
2: sort of, not know, of it good idea i mean the brand brand selling is completely different well it's people salesmen yeah. can sell and saleswomen can sell anything yeah. if they're good at selling whereas
1: i'm not really a salesperson i'm just a beer person yeah. that gets to talk about it for a living and um, when i first did the sommelier qualification which was a pass just over two years ago, so I started studying through it about three and a half years ago. Um, it was a little bit of sort of a feminist not feminist crusade that's the wrong way of putting it, but I felt at that point that I was a girl in the beer industry, yeah, you found which that out was three years ago. i <laughs> did I found that out three years ago it was a big surprise um, but being a girl in the beer industry even now is still quite an interesting especially working for sort of regional or bigger brewers it's a really really yeah, male dominated industry um, and when I started in the beer industry I was working for Adnams and it was quite a male dominated And at that point I was the youngest as well that seems like a really long time ago and I kind of wanted a way to almost prove my worth that I could sit there and say I know loads about beer and there'd be loads of people say oh yeah but whatever and I wanted to have a Want to have to I've, a I've, got, I've got a badge yeah. that proves it, so... Love badges. That's no, but we've <laughs> established that we love a badge. But there is not yeah. an untapped sommelier badge, unfortunately. Well, there should be. There it
0: should, should be. be. God damn it, there should be an untapped badge. Well, we'd never get that. No, because we <laughs> wouldn't... We're not, we're I'll lend it to you. Yeah, fine. okay, thank you. Um, well, welcome, Ruth. Uh, it's great to have you with us. Thanks. Um You know the format of, of what we do here, because we know you listen along uh to the show and you get involved in, in what we do so we're just gonna uh just just start off by what what's been rocking our boat this last couple of weeks or so what have been the good beers good beers that, that, that we've we've had it's probably about three weeks worth isn't it since we spoke about beers because yeah last show was the collaboration
2: with the beer snobs yeah so it's a little while ago
0: isn't it it, it is a little while ago since we actually talked about what, yeah. Beers, we've, 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 yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the um, the, the beers that we've had for, for the last couple of weeks. Okay. Now, I know. that people will know that we were in Ireland uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we barely uh, mentioned it. <laughs> I, I know. It's like <laughs> right, nobody would have known <laughs> ever. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna cover all tech on next week's show, the studio show. Yeah. yeah. So so let's let's hold back the real standout beers that we had from that festival. Yeah. Uh, and we'll do that when when we do it properly next week uh, anything else that, that you've really enjoyed in, in, in the last couple of weeks or so yeah I
2: revisited um, Stone Brewing the Stone Excovia I don't know how you say that one the Spice Chocolate Stout oh yeah yeah um, I tasted it briefly when I was in um, at Stone Berlin but it was a real
0: sip have you been to Stone Berlin yeah <laughs> did I, mention I don't that? think you've ever <laughs> mentioned it no um,
2: and I revisited that in the can and it I to me, it was really nice a little bit of gentle spice throughout. So it wasn't one of those big peppery numbers. We just That was all you were getting was pepper. Uh, dark chocolate flavors. Sweet with a slightly dry finish. It was delicious out of the can. So I had to thank my girlfriend, Michelle, for buying that for me for my birthday.
0: And uh, you put that down as one of your beers of February as well. Didn't I
2: did. Mean, I did put that down as one of my beers of February.
0: Um, which is an uh, obvious plug here. Yeah, uh, An exclusive feature that we now do on our Facebook page. Yeah, it is on the Facebook page. Uh, and
2: we'll be using these beers... Are the only ones that can feature in our golden pines 2017
0: they are indeed so yeah the idea is is that each month we're going to do a, a short review on facebook where we detail what's been our favorite cask beer what's been our favorite keg beer and then what's been our favorite bottle or can and then an overall beer for the month although I have to say spoiler alert for february you struggled to name one beer in any category and well, gave me february, about 12 beers to feature
2: February was a good month
0: <laughs> so, if people want to check that out, they need to head over to our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. You'll find details of some of the other beers there we had. As yeah. well. yeah. That was a standout for me. Okay. Um, Ruth, what about yourself? Any, anything really good recently?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple that have stood out, neither of which I think you will approve of. Uh, but I went to Pub 17, which was a trade show um, a couple of weeks ago, and had the Mad Hatter Tatsiki Sour, uh, where I sent. You a picture and got a vomit face. What is it like? back. I thought it was I thought it was lovely. How be like? So they sour it rather than using lacto to sour it. They use yogurt as you would do in tzatziki yeah. and skip the garlic aspect. And then cucumber and mint. So really, like really easy going. I thought it was.
2: Does the cucumber and mint come through?
1: Yeah, but um, not but not overly. Like it doesn't taste like a flavoured beer. It tastes like it's natural for it to be there. I mean,
2: I've been curious about that, and Mad
0: had to do some very good beers. I've, they did some really out it. there beers as yeah. well, which obviously that's why.
1: Yeah, but it didn't. To me, it didn't taste that out there. It kind of tasted a,
0: that that
1: like, a, like I could happily drink it all day. Okay, so in terms
0: of it being did. doing what it says on the on the tin, yeah. Absolutely nailed it, yeah. It's great. And that was at the pub trade show.
1: That was at the pub seventeen trade show. So is that the one
2: where Mark went to from this it is and then said he might turn up at Boxhair but
0: didn't make did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think we all knew. Yeah, you know, we all knew what was gonna happen anyway, there's always a good chance of that. Uh, anything else?
1: Uh, yeah, so another sour at Croft Rising, I was lucky enough to try the Brooklyn Bel Air Sour, which I think I'm glad that,
0: went the right way that <laughs>
1: launched. <laughs> Uh, with an A voice, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, which was lovely. So that's a new release in the UK and kind of um, tasted like Tang plastics.
0: Ooh, nice. Yeah, really
1: good. Really, nice. really. There good.
0: is a beer coming out soon that. Uh, oh, what did I have?
2: it's me of Haribo's then recently. I'm uh sure it's reminded me of a, a
0: brewery have made a beer that they using chucked Haribo. a load of Haribo <gasps> tang dry Haribo into the, the the brewing process can you
2: imagine how messy that must have
0: been and orange as as well so i think the beer is called candy tastic or something like that. and it's out soon it's in cans it's, it's going it to be an orange can what candy sorry
2: i forgot about that i quite enjoy the hot candy
0: recently as well. uh oh i don't know
1: but so that just reminds me of like Going to really dodgy bars and having bottles of like skittle
0: vodka behind. The yeah, box. but it was, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Somebody was always going to put How haribo's a in a beer. Well, put I everything in the sour ones. Yeah, it's almost a perfect. But I, can't, match. I, can't,
2: I can't, they must get really unless it dissolves completely. Wouldn't there be quite a lot of gum over? I think. I think well, they no, do. Don't they?
0: At a certain heat, it's it's gum. It, surely it's going to dissolve.
1: It depends where they add it. Do they add them in the boil? Because then you've got a load of sugar that turns into loads of booze if Haribo contains uh, so in my
2: mushroom.
1: head I'm thinking dry hopping dry Haribo, dry, dry
0: Haribo <laughs> <in. Yeah. laughs> getting, getting thrown in at the end
2: what about you say so? what have you had recently
0: um, I, the, oh. I went to uh, the Turks Head first birthday uh, in Leeds, the Turks Head is a uh, it's a year old now but it's part of, uh, for people that have been to Leeds, there's, there's a bar called White Locks which is like the oldest one of the oldest pubs in Leeds that's uh, the it's one it's down, down the alley, an alley. Down the,
2: yeah, that all went there to have my
0: landlord's Yeah. Put. Next door to that, they uh, refurbished half of it to be a craft bar. Um, and rather than to sell the craft stuff across the whole bar, they, they, they created this place called the Turks Head. And that was a year old. Uh, and they had a first birthday party, which was uh, also doubled up as a Vedant takeover as, as well okay. um, so so you got they, to try all the Vedant beers all the Vedant beers and there were Vedant as we know are specialising in IPAs and double IPAs and there were some really really good beers on two so to, to mention uh, uh, and, and they crazy names which we found last month when we did flavour of the, really the month as well yeah uh, so one of them was called uh, maybe one more PSI uh, which was like a 8 or 9% double IPA and um, that was okay that one but the two standouts for me there's there's one called eight mansions again double ipa eight percent collab with howling hops uh really really drinkable that that one really like full of flavor but so easy to drink and really didn't taste eight percent um and then i found a, a beer that i've had from them before um but i've discovered now only comes in pints and cans oh dear which is headband um, oh which is their basic IPA, about five or six percent. Uh, I thought it was a good idea after a night of trying all of their double IPAs to then finish on a couple of pints. of Headband. Yeah. How was Thursday? Uh, yeah. How much
1: a, bacon did you need?
0: There was lots of bacon <laughs> consumed on, on Thursday morning, but that was great to, to get along and, and to try all of their beers. Nice um, idea
2: uh, opening
0: up the craft beer because the, the White Dogs Pub is very traditional. Yeah, it, it is, and it is the. Complete opposite to, to traditional as well. You could, you could literally lift this place out of Leeds and drop it in the centre of Shoreditch, and nobody would know any different. It, it's it's got that sort of feel to it. You know, it's proper like you know the metal taps yeah. behind the bar and um, lots of beards and tattoos behind behind the bar serving them. Okay, As, as, good as well, good But no, it is a great place and, and you know to do, to, to link their first birthday up with a tap takeover as well and what they also did which, which I was lucky enough to get in on, they put 25 tickets online as well through Eventbrite uh, which were free and if you was one of the first 25 to get one of those free tickets you got your first three thirds for free. As, nice. as, as well really so nice. that, that was and obviously you know thanks to, to, to the guys in Leeds one, one, of, one of the guys picked up on that and shared the link round and we were all planning to go out that night anyway so we all jumped in and, and, and got, got, got the tickets okay, and, cool. so it's so a great night yeah. and, and some really good beers so you caught up with a few people at the same time yeah a- absolutely so uh, massive shout out to the, to the Leeds massive uh, as, as, <laughs> as they are which you are effectively part of uh, d- yeah almost <laughs> Almost a, a southerner up north. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, shall we move on to some news? Uh, I reckon it's a good cause idea. Cause we're still not doing the pips though. No, we're, won't. we're not doing the pips because the, the, the pips aren't of this show. No. They're, they're of the original show No, so. yeah, Mark's probably got it copyrighted. He probably has, yeah. So, um, the big news uh, this week, which set the world alight, was um, Hawkshead being bought out. Uh, not by a massive brewing concern but by the folks that make Lambrini and Krabby's. Um, so they were bought out by, uh, what's the company name? Hailwood International. Hailwood International, glad so somebody did their research. it's a big industry person. Um, so they've been bought out um, with a view predominantly to expanding and being able to meet with ever-growing demand. That they're, that they're facing as, as, as a brewery. Um, the, the thing for me about this story, what, what made this so interesting, was the lack of people losing their shit over it. Because when, when, we've, heard, when we've seen takeovers recently, a lot of people have got very upset at what we've seen. Yeah. But that didn't seem to happen with, with this. People were just more accepting of it.
1: Is there not just a limit to how much shit people can lose? So it's, this is the tenth, twentieth, hundredth takeover we've seen. So it's just so. Is
0: is it that, or it's is it that it's it's because it's a they've essentially been taken over by not a. a well, you think because
1: it's, it's not a big brewer, yeah, therefore they're not seen as as bad
0: and evil. Yeah, yeah. So this this so, so from what I understand, because uh, Conor Murphy, Connor r- Murphy r- wrote, wrote a piece a good, on this. A
2: balanced page which basically had an interview with the owner. Yeah. And he's in his early sixties now. Yeah. And I think part of his rationale was he wanted to set it on as a going concern to keep the brewery going still mm-hmm. and to make sure that everyone who they had brought in still had a role in the, in the brewery as well. So I could understand the, him wanting to look for a buyer in his 60s. That's perfectly understandable. Um, I think also people, say, if you go back to Camden, people have crowdfunded that. That's why so people were invested people in it. People had invested emotionally. And so it was like
1: they are selling their business yes. rather than.
2: Yeah, whereas Hawkshead are privately, were privately owned, so you know, I think they can do what they like with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed to find someone, because if you're in the your 60s, there's a limit to how long you can carry on wanting to do day to day running of it. And also, as I said, Hawkshead are not meeting demand, aren't they?
1: And from what I can gather, it's a 50% buyout, is that correct?
2: I'm not sure actually, uh,
1: but from what I've read, then actually what they're going to gain is all of Hellwood's distribution, it's which which, one, which can only be a good thing, and cash. And what I've read is that actually they didn't have those money set up in the beginning, where other people who have done crowdfunding yeah. that kind of yeah. thing have had money up front, so they've grown from nothing and kind of almost doing the
2: reverse which and I mean, and it, and yeah, yeah, they're 65% of their output because they did a cast vlog as well didn't they Yeah. so after the cloud thing everyone did their cast vlogs and they did one and their 65% if I'm correct is, is their cast sales I think there probably is a bit about that but they're not quite craft enough to have people
0: losing their shit about it as well you, you say that though that they're not quite craft enough they're one of the breweries that have always been part of the rainbow project now that's very much considered as I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but the craft elite take part in the oh, in, yeah. in, in, in the rainbow get <laughs> <laughs> But that the, they are, are, are very much the the cream of British craft breweries that, that, that take True, part. I think
2: that. one of the reasons why I like talk have Ebbing part of that is that I don't see them as craft per se. Mm. I see them more See like, them more traditional. I see them more like an Adams. Where they're a traditional brewer in Edmunds, to the Lake District. who know how to do modern beer styles
1: as well. Do you think part of it is geography as well? So, if 65% of their output is cask, I've never seen their cask in London unless I've been looking in the wrong place. No, this no, a good valid point. So, do you think that actually the people who might be losing their shit are all sitting in the Lake District? It, and we don't necessarily know about it if they're not in our little.
0: It, it might be, circle. but then I, I suppose oh, if, if you oh. look at the, the, that kind of northwest area and the people that we know from yeah, up that way. So Mark Johnson hasn't said anything. seemed to be fine with it. Connor's piece was very well balanced in terms yeah. of, of looking at it. And, and I mean, I do wonder if some of it comes back to the fact that How would have Labrini uh, or Lambrini and Crabbies in their stable and so they, they have no brewing arm. No, they, they have no big they, they have no beer arm to what they do. So essentially what Hawkshead are bringing is is the Isn't piece it? that's missing in their puzzle. So we're going get yeah, nice wins. Well, maybe. Is, is, is that Iceland, a bad thing? Iceland
2: sell all their greenie and crappies.
0: Is, is that a bad thing, yes. though? A bit of information for you. You yeah. know, if it brings, if it oh, brings more Holt's to to the market. <laughs> um, in there. But that, that was the big <laughs> news of the last week. I was surprised about it, but when you read the Connors piece,
2: you can understand the logic behind it.
0: Yeah, and we'll link through to that in the show notes so you can yeah, you exactly can read that and make up um, your own mind. Um, next up, we've got um, a piece about uh, cameras. National executive candidates uh, mutiny mutiny on the camera. This is so. This is a uh, three of the members of the revitalisation revitalization project. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly a Freudian slip there. Um, Three three members of the revitalisation project are standing for Camera's national executive in a bid to drive through the reforms that they put forward that Camera essentially tried to shelve.
2: Yeah, and three of those guys were the ones who presented to sort of the British Beer Writers Guild. Which, which we spoke which about, we went, didn't we? Which we went and spoke about. And they, they were on there and they all expressed their opinion, their same opinion, but they didn't know it was going long quite fast enough.
0: So so we picked up their on their frustrations on that evening. Yeah. They're, they're now standing for the executive. And I voted for them as well. You're obviously at the moment, well, I, I got camera update for our listeners. I, I got my membership confirmed today via email, so I'm in now. Um, but obviously, you're more invested in camera than I am. Yes. It's essentially, does this mean they're, they're trying to get themselves in a position where they can drive through the proposals that they've made? I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. And that's got to be a good thing, right?
2: Yeah, but I think it also means it's it's it could become quite divisive within the organisation. Okay, um, I think it could have quite it be it could be an interesting um, if 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 anyone listens to this and actually goes to the AGM, I think that would be quite an interesting AGM issue in Bournemouth.
0: Because isn't it previously normally they've you've only been able to select the people if you're at the AGM? The voting normally takes place at the AGM, no, doesn't
2: you, it? You can vote for the national executive outside of the AGM. But until last year, I don't think you could vote for any of the motions. Okay. When you're at the AGM, you can now vote. For,
0: you should be able to vote for the motions, even if you're not at the AGM. Right. So we'll we'll just watch us yeah, this. space an moment and seeing what happens. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a little bit exciting actually that you know there's just this, as you've joined there's this mutiny that, that, that seems to be taking place that they, they want to you know we like like I said in that show that we did as a follow up when we when we went to that event. They were very, very passionate about what they've done yeah. uh, over the last 18 months. And, and you could sense the frustration. They've done a lot of work. The Even it, if
2: you don't agree with all the outcome, yeah. they've done a lot of work. I, I did go to one of the revitalisation meetings in Leighton Orient. And they've done a lot of work, those guys. So I can understand their frustration But it seems to go then on a bit of a back burner. Even though it's probably not on a back burner, publicly it appears to
0: be. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can only, we can only watch this space. On on that one. Uh, some new beer news. So um, Fuller's unveiled the uh, that the biggest beer launch in a generation. wasn't the biggest it beer was launch. Keg London Pride. Yeah. yeah.
1: It wasn't Keg London Pride. Well, Keg London Pride already exists.
0: Okay. Yes, it was the unfiltered.
1: It was it, was, it, it was a different badged, unfiltered, slightly easy version of Keg London Pride.
0: Pasteurised, centrifuged, to retain taste, complexity and Fuller's character. Which does
2: sort of imply that the Keg Beer. Probably doesn't do any of things.
0: The, the result is a hazy, hoppy, tasty beer in a keg.
2: Well, you've, you've
0: tasted it. I have tasted it. I, I went along to the launch of it, um, actually, and it was... Um, I have to admit, I was a little disappointed when we got there, uh, having been promised the biggest beer launch in a generation... To be presented with a London Pride unfiltered badge. I'd argue, they're um, doing
2: their keg light like, that starting to produce keg beers a couple of years ago, per se, outside of London Pride, like their Montana, their IPA, was a bigger
0: beer launch. Well, and their seasonal kegs that they're yeah. doing this year as well. But um, it was an interesting event because they, they obviously launched it the night before Craft Beer Rising uh, with a name of obviously hitting the Craft Beer Rising crowd as well. Um, it was interesting to to listen to, to, to John Keenan talk about the beer and. The process that they've gone through to brew it and why they've decided to brew it as, as, as well. Um, I, I think they're targeting a slightly different sector of the market from what they've previously targeted. Um, I think only time will, will tell on, on this one though, because I mean, we're in, we're, we're recording tonight in a Fuller's pub yeah. in, in, in the centre of London, so we're in the Counting House, uh, which we're very grateful to them lending yeah, lend this room, um, but it's not on in, in the bar. It, it no. was launched two weeks ago. It's not on in the bar, and when we asked the staff if they had any cans of it, because there, there were cans of it available, they had no idea what we were talking about. See, that's poor. So, so you're know, not going to do a big launch, everyone should know about
1: it. But I don't think it's aimed necessarily at this type of pub. Well, no, but they should still know
2: about it. They, they should. Yep. They should have it available. Really, a
0: th- pub in the city oh, of don't. London? I don't. Wouldn't lap up a I keg. Of...
1: I kind
0: of don't. Hazy, I don't get it. Tasty. I probably, I probably I'm agree just,
2: with Ruth yeah. that this may not be their target market. I'd expect it maybe to be on the pastry yard where you've got lots of people travelling through with the counting house I here. it be train bit Train bit exactly. You can take pints in <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. When you told me what it was, because I didn't go to the launch
0: no, you um, were behaving yourself I was before good. we went to Dublin. Before we went to Dublin.
2: I thought I was a little bit like, oh.
1: In fairness, it tastes good. Like it doesn't taste horrible by any
2: It's more about the launch. It was like, biggest beer launch in a generation implies a lot more than updating your cake beer.
1: I think I agree with you that actually, they're already, if those want to tackle the craft market, they're already doing that quite well with their existing Yeah,
2: so your, your Frontier, Montana, the keg IPA, Wild River's on keg as well now. So they've already got They've got loads of there. really
1: good stuff, and they're exceptionally good brewers. Yeah, unless and they're actually planning to put, put
2: their keg London Pride into other pubs and other outlets, maybe bars, more than their traditional
0: marketplace. I think I, I've never end. seen that keg London Pride, I've got to admit.
1: I think it lives in football clubs and that kind of thing. No, in the in, in are different, or, or theatres or anywhere that's not kind of cask cask, cask yeah. so I understand entirely what they're trying to do I just don't really see it it makes me feel a bit sad it's an iconic
2: brand to take and
0: well, to, to be thing. fair, if, if we're going to talk about branding, personally, I think the branding works really well. It uh, is great. It's a stripped back version of your traditional London Pride. It's just the outline of the These logo. The same as can because they've got the
2: can. Uh, so it's white with
0: a the... no. It's, it's just a white shield with the words London Pride unfilled. Uh, it's like if you imagined uh, London Pride as a football kit. This is like their away kit. Uh, that yeah. that's and, and that's amazing. the only way I, I, I can describe it's way it. It's uh, the branding really strong on it, uh, messaging really strong on it, and, and like I say, it was uh, it was an interesting launch. Yes, I, I drank a few pints of it while we were there, and it's it's, it's drinkable enough for, for, for what it is. But I don't think you could probably drink more than than, than three pints of it. Um, which is what I managed. But then, listening to John Keeling, he was talking about, uh, interesting, he's obviously got a different view on this cake version because when, when recorded with him in the past, and he's gone on record in the past, saying so London, London Pride only tastes good <laughs> after six pints. Yeah. Apparently you only need four pints of unfiltered Pride for it to taste good. Oh, okay. So It makes you worry a little
1: bit if the brewer has to drink four pints of
0: it before he likes it. I, I think it probably says more about <laughs> John's <laughs> drinking okay. than, than, than anything else. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's yeah, the news. news. Yeah, did 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 you have one? Did you say a, a news item? Uh, yes, uh, Wild Beer Co. You, oh you, yeah, think I was you uh, quite
2: interested to see what they've gone down the crowdfunding, crowdfunding route, and they seem to have sold, sold it
0: quite quickly as well. Yeah, no, it's just like them as time. well. Uh, toast, have Toast, which uh, I that one I was well. because they're
2: the ones who use thrown away bread or something. Isn't yeah, that's stuff. And yeah, I think they donate as well, don't they? They yep. do charity donations off their beers as well
0: yeah I did read the toast one um, and basically what they're trying to do is they want to do some new beers in the range rather than just the one that they've done but they they need the funding to enable them to do the new beers okay be well, um,
2: an expansion program isn't it yeah if I, they want to do a brewery taproom. i
0: didn't I didn't read it all because the it takes you through to the crowd to the funder site and you then have to to log in to to read and I'm like well no I'd I'd like to read all of the information before you've got my details I looked at the picture thank you oh okay you suffered it from there you you worked it out from the picture (laughs) that's all I did so so you're all about the visuals yeah excellent yeah put pictures on (laughs) brilliant Um, yeah so I think that now wraps up the news for this week
2: before we go any
0: further what do you think of the the we're trying which you're going to have to pronounce for us Pat. Paolozzi. Paolozzi? Paolozzi? Palozzi, pa- Paolo.
1: It's by... Paolo. Edinburgh Paolozzi.
0: Beer Factory. Yeah, Edinburgh Beer Factory,
2: a beer which I don't think any of us have seen before.
1: No, I've heard of them. Um, it's nice enough. I'm struggling a little bit with it, to be honest. You are struggling
2: with it, because we we're, we're basically finished it. And um, we've been doing the talking. Y- yeah, um, it's... um, It's Okay.
0: It's okay. It, it's, it's uh, not, it's not a sharp. It's, it's one to drink while it's cold.
2: It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it doesn't benefit from warming up, does it? <laughs> no, no. Because I think that creamy outfit outfield doesn't help it warms up.
0: No, but again, you, you know, it's obviously being targeted at a certain portion of the market and um, quite distinctive branding on the bar here. It looks, it looks tonight, good. The glassware's so good. Yeah, the glassware's really yeah. nice. Yeah. The tall narrow glass. So well yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Although I still don't understand why Edinburgh Beer Factory chose a name which has Italian influences.
0: Maybe that's one for another day. Okay,
2: but well, someone could tell us, perhaps. Yes, if somebody sure, knows be listening. one, one yeah. of our Scottish <laughs> listeners, what is
0: that link between Scotland and Italy that's so strong? Yeah, yeah. Why you know? There's plenty of other large producing co- countries. There is. Use. Is it because when the Romans first landed, they just went north?
1: Well, I think the other thing is, it's meant to be a Munich Hell's, which confuses me even more that it's got an Italian name with a German beer style. I didn't know that. In Edinburgh.
0: I was, I was
2: thinking it was a bit more coal but.
0: I, I just thought it tasted like lager Tasted like lager, lagerish <laughs> It tasted a bit lager-ish. That's, that's we like lagerish It's taking all
1: of my strength to not pull you up i describing up. all lager tasting
0: the well, same Well go on then, no. that's why you're here somebody Not
1: all lager is yellow and fizzy no. yeah, So we you know. can't have it as a general term
0: no, but... I'd,
1: rather, I'd prefer Belgian-y to lager
0: For For this sort of lager, it's very lagery. I know yeah, I Without yeah. the
2: fizz. Yeah, it's definitely lacking on carbonation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I quite like that, but it doesn't benefit from warming up. No. No. It's got that soft mouthfeel, which just gets a bit, uh, when it's warm. It hasn't got... A bit it hasn't
1: got enough bit, um, bitterness for me, I think that's what it is. It hasn't got that sort of drying quality around the sides, that once you make... to it's
0: it's not, there's no edges to it, it? Well, like I said earlier, it just doesn't have that crisp Luffy. finish for me, and I, yeah. I I like a crisp finish on a on a lager. If you're gonna have a lager, cold, crisp. Why are we here of, of this week? Oh, why are we here? Why are we here this why, week? Why are we recording in a pub, Steve? Um, well, because we we asked the question this week. Opinions, 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 opinions. With off-trade sales overtaking on-trade. Why do you choose to drink at home instead of in the pub? So, so that was a question. That was from uh, Ben Langford, at Ben Langford. So back, thanks, Ben, for that, that suggestion. Um, the four ch- choices we gave were cheaper, more choice, there's no good beer in the pub, or I hate people. Um, which I'm I'm, I'm 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 not surprised that that had a good showing. That may be more to, reflective of Steve's for the be, fourth one. To be fair, reflective of uh, your
1: audience.
0: But, no, they were Ben's suggestions as, <laughs> okay. as well. It wasn't just oh, Ben's was it? question; it was his suggestions oh, as as well. Um, but for some reason, this poll this week seemed to elicit a lot of interest. So it was a record-breaking poll. We've had we've never had so many votes for a polls. So we had 419 votes in, in in total. So thanks to everybody for for voting. Um, on this. Um, 32% of people, uh, which was the leading majority, went for more choice. Um, 25% for cheaper, 25% for I hate people, and and then just 18% for uh, there's no good beer in the pub. So that, and that's quite in itself, it's quite a balanced finish as well. Yeah, we haven't
2: had that many, it's that close. So 32, did you say 32% was the winner? Down to eighteen. That's not a big spread. It's,
0: it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a very close spread. So that's um, that's what generally people thought. And, and and then as always, we had quite a few comments. And and this is probably where we'll jump in with our own views as as well. So um, in fact, let's 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 have our views first for for a change. Um, Ruth, as as our guest. Thanks. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, do you choose to drink at home is is that your drinking hole of choice it
1: normally is um, i think it's quite interesting for me that i spend all my working life in pubs which does mean i spend a lot of time in them it does mean that i i guess i drinking them and eating them frequently is part of my work but also if you spend all your time in pubs being nice to strangers when you get home, the desire to go out and drink in a pub, being nice to strangers, is kind of decreased a little bit. Why do you have to be nice to strangers, though,
2: when you get to the pub? Well, yeah. if you're there on your own, you've got to have a chat, haven't you? No.
1: No? No. I'm quite i might be going to a pub on
2: my and not talking to anyone. I
1: take a book sometimes.
2: Oh, well, I wouldn't get that far.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a spreadsheet and go and play with that instead. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'll divert to option four. I hate people But, th- but, that that is,
1: but it's interesting that... <laughs> I. Yeah, I guess it's It's not about hating people, but I think I view the pub as a social thing. And if I go back to Suffolk and I'm going out with my friends, and actually it's the most lovely thing. So you go to local, and it's with those people I grew up with, and it's amazing.
2: So Suffolk's where you're from?
1: So Suffolk is, is home. What part of Suffolk? So. Oh, OK, um, down, you, in, down the it, river. Yeah, if you look out of my old bedroom window, you can see the Adams Brewery kind of okay. on the horizon. Warwick's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so from that, then it's a. It feels like a very different thing to go. If that to me, actually going to Warwick or going south and going to the pub feels like going home, but going to a pub in London doesn't feel quite like that. It doesn't to me have that sort of. Community. So your
2: your choice element, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. So you, yeah. You actually choose... your your preferences. To ch- you choose to drink at home.
1: I choose to drink at home, but also I think where I live, I'd have to drive to get to the pub, or taxi. So there's also a very practical oh, element. So it's really bad. So <laughs> I really, did. but it's part of my job, then I get to go into pubs a lot. So I do, I get all the good stuff, but I don't necessarily go out in the in the evening. Okay. It's also it's a lot of effort. Like, what? Well, I can sit on it's sofa. could sit on the sofa no, in my no, pajamas. So it's another. That's a really, really interesting happily. point because
0: I can't be I'm asked, have some old beer while we're talking. What, about one, one,
2: because there's no way I'm having go to the pubs. One of
0: the things that a lot of people fed back. On, on the poll this week um, and, and I'm going to name check all of these folks as well so so Leanne the Ginger at Leanga Janice Dunn at Mrs Beersnob, Snob Katziel at Katrinas and, and also Boken Bailey all cited that they'd much rather sit at home in their pyjamas and, and drink beer than actually go out to the pub so
1: girls like pyjamas is what we've essentially discovered there
0: it would seem as though the majority of, of, of those are, are, are girls would prefer to sit at home and drink in their pajamas, rather. Are you, are you not? No. I feel really
1: bad about it that there is a degree of laziness, and my my livelihood is not, it relith- No, but it is or my livelihood is it, relies- home comforts? On. it is
0: <sighs> because one no. of, one of the other things that people fed back was along the lines of. When you're at home, you can do things, You can do other things as well as drink beer. So you can, you can watch a movie, you can watch the latest TV. You don't have to queue for the toilet. You, you don't have to queue to get a, a drink. You've got all of those home comforts. That's the
2: same argument as people saying they don't like going to the cinema, isn't it? Who, want, who either pirate the pirate films or wait till they come out and DVD. There is an experience element, isn't there? Watching, watching the like a, a Mar- one of the big Marvel releases, is fantastic at the cinema. Is that, it is that's the thing you want to watch: big screen, big sound. It can't be managed watching
0: at home. No, I I agree with with that actually. Um, but then the, the flip side of that is that you have to find the right place to watch it or or, or, or to enjoy it or to share that experience. Now, personally, I don't have. What I consider to be a a local, and and that's because the pub that's that's closest to me, the the few times I've been in there, is actually quite an intimidating environment to You're to, to about go the into. Hut? I am talking about the White I'm Hart. I was in there before we, I came out to record once. Yeah, I think I think the experiences I've had in there is is that the, the White Hart have got um, this this kind of gravity cask bar r- around the back, and I've mentioned this yeah. before. So, so they've got they'll always have eight real hours on um, and but where the beers are situated on the bar is is in what I call locals corner so it's all the locals all sit around that corner of the bar and, and they sit at the bar on the bar stalls there's one sat at the bar and then there's probably another row of them standing so to actually get to see the beers you've got to get through two rows of Locals who all who know each other yeah. and I, I find that quite intimidating so it's like because you're going in personally. on your own yes I think it so is so I think yeah. it's,
1: it's interesting that solo drinking is a really different in a pub in particular is a really different experience than okay. so going in with it's a group doesn't it, it? well if, that, if you were a local then you'd feel that completely differently if that was your what you consider to be your kind of home territory yeah. and you were one of those guys sitting on a bar stool looking at the bit then you'd feel entirely at home and you would go there more often but it's not you so need to go there of, more often
2: that's what it is. Make friends. Oh, Steve. <laughs> oh. Grimace.
0: <laughs> can I <laughs> refer again to point four? I hate people. So, so what have we got? Uh, uh, what have we got now? Well,
2: we did try to get a few different beers.
0: But the Sierra and the bar have on tonight. <laughs> we did. Should we, we just say that as, as grateful as we are to the counting house for giving us this room, we've come into a Monday's Fuller's pub. Uh Coming to uh, uh, a Fuller's pub uh, and not been able to sample any of the Fuller's beers <laughs> that are on the bar because none of them are on. We've well, uh, well, got
2: the Easy IPA, Session IPA, which is from Flying Dog. Okay, so, so, it's, what, so we've got an American beer. We've got an American beer. So okay. Cheers, all. Cheers. cheers. So, so your preference is to drink at home?
1: I think it depends on my mood. I think going out for me, going to the pub, is more of an occasion.
2: So that's interesting, because one of the things that spunked off my interest in this was a few months ago when I read um, a blog by pub Comodian called Fancy Swift Half. And people don't do that as much as they used no. to, do they? They don't pop into their local on the way home.
1: But life's very different.
2: Yeah, I'm not, not, but I mean, it's 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 a it's a valid point there. People don't people do go to the pub as an occasion now, so they plan to go to the pub, they plan to meet people. They don't just pop in on their way home. I know that life has changed, but it's still a, it's still a factor. People don't do the, the swift half no. anymore, and that was one of the things. That I think I name checked it a couple months ago. I was really interesting. in am thinking. I do exactly that. I will pass a lovely pub on my way home every night, the Bricklayers,
0: and I don't pop in there very often. So, whereas if, if that was me, I, I would. You wouldn't pop into the Bricklayers, wouldn't y- you? Yeah, because it's, a, it's an Adam's pub. It's an Adam's pub, so it's always a good start. And I know what's going to be in there, yeah. and I know I'm probably going to be able to have a couple of pints and, and be quite happy about that. Um, But then again, that that might be a slightly different situation for me. And again, this this ties into what what quite a lot of people said um, in terms of other things that stop them from going to the pub. So we're saying about it being an occasion or it's not just something that you do on the way home. A lot of people saying, so there were over 10 comments of, of people that were saying that they've got parental issues where they've either got uh, young children or a young family and that they don't feel as though it's, it's necessarily right for them to be popping into the pub on the way home because they'd much rather get home and spend time with their family and with, 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 with their kids. I completely understand that. Life, life
2: moves on, life changes, and society changed as well.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. I was... Uh... I took my mum to the pub to do research for this so I had to drag her kicking and screaming obviously um, but her main point was actually as men and women's roles have changed it used to be when she was growing up it was, it was a man's reward yeah. to go to the pub after work and you would go and have pints for your mates and go home and dinner would magically be ready but now men and women are both going out to work and share responsibilities and share childcare it's a different think you can't, would you not feel a bit guilty if you were just sitting in the pub waiting for someone to cook your meal when you got home? I wouldn't
2: expect anyone to cook me a meal. If I went to the pub anyway, but I, I I don't have the fact that I'm going home for someone to cook me the meal. So yeah. when I'm going back to mine in Colchester, I'm going back to my house. I can still pop into the local on the way home, but I still don't do it all the time. I'll do it if I want to get the bus, because the bus stop right outside,
0: and I might have 15 minutes, and then I will pop in. So and what else it is stopping you? Yeah, yeah. So, so is it that you're going home because there's better beer at home?
2: No, no. It just doesn't always occur to me to go in these days. Uh, but I do, I do less lunchtime drinking these days as well. I mean, it's a societal thing. Is
1: it sure a conscious? A is it
2: a conscious thing? Is it a health thing? What's the? I don't think it's thing, because, like Steve said, I'd probably I'd, there's a good chance I'll crack a beer when I get in. So it's not a health thing. So you know, I'm still consuming dead calories whether I'm having them at home or in the pub. You know, so that, that that bit doesn't bother me. But about that, um, I I I actually when I do think about it, I think I should pop in more because if they if that pub ever went under, you feel really sad. I feel guilty because
0: it's once it's gone, it's gone. It's gone because
2: yeah. I would consider that along with the Victorian cultures as my local. Even though I've got my um, Hungry Horse, Full Doorsway, for me that's not a local to me. It is for a lot of people, but the days would be my locals. Mm. So I do that past it every day, and I don't. And I think it's
0: a societal thing as well. It's interesting that, that we talk about locals and, and, and popping past them and just happening past the pub on your way home because uh, a few a few people fed back on the actual locale of, of, of the pub as, as well. So it's it's not necessarily that easy to, to get to a pub. So um, our yard brewery at, at Gramary said, uh, "What about the fact that there's no local pub nearby?" Yep. should we consider that Chris Elston at, at Elston's Beer Blog geography and availability both play huge roles in this so it's not quite that simple um, and then Phil Kite at The Great Cubio said uh, a combo of a lack of a decent pub near home and it's not really being compatible with a commute by car to drink post work so it's it's not necessarily just that easy as we're not going to the pub anymore or, or we're not popping in for that swift half it's that actually on our on, on our way home, that there isn't anywhere to go for a swift half? Oh, yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying about the
2: white Hart and although they had the eight or nine on cast gravity, sometimes the choice is very local to our area in Essex and a bit meh, not too bothered about it. But m- the Br- again, the brick days Victoria, even though the Victoria's 10 minutes the other way, Victoria and the days do have a fantastic selection, so I haven't got that as an excuse.
0: No, no, you haven't. Um, so, why? Why would you not go 10 minutes the other way to go to, to, to the Victoria? Is it because it's 10 minutes the other way? It's because it's 10 minutes the other way. I mean, I've walked, I've walked up that hill to yours, <laughs> and, and the Victoria's even further down that hill. Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't be going no. another 10 minutes the other way to give me a 30-minute walk uphill. No, exactly. No, that's the thing. I, I, I would have extended the journey. So, so that comes down to the locale, then, yeah. doesn't it? That it's, it does. It, it, it's not ideal for you. No, it's not ideal,
2: but it's not imperfect either. Even when I used to live that in the town, I just walked past Victoria. I almost rented a flat on the road, which Victoria's on. It's probably a good thing I didn't. Because I, I would not have been able to go past it all the time. No,
0: no. But yeah,
2: local does, because you said you're not near a pub, didn't you? It?
1: Well, I'm not near a pub, Well, i have to, yeah, it's about two miles away. To, right, drive, so to drive to what you used to do in my local. Right, so
2: effectively it's a drive. Steve, you're saying that really, the, you did your walk I'm, around. I'm a, I'm a ten-minute walk from yeah, you. a ten-minute walk from the White Hart. And you're I did my walk around. with them walk around? And the White Hart's probably the best of the the bunch
0: in local pub terms. Easily if you, in, if in you terms. of take spoons out of the equation y- y- Yeah, you have to take spoons out yeah. of the but equation But now you've got vouchers. Not yet. but I will have <laughs> vouchers soon, yeah, and, so I, and may I can't wait. Well, be going to spoons a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I may become well known. And in And you can make friends in there. Maybe.
2: But what about your?
0: This is something which is interested me, but.
2: Where's your best beer experiences, though? So my best beer experiences don't come at
0: home or at other people's homes. In the pub. It's in the pub. Absolutely, yeah. I've got to agree with that, yeah. My best nights,
2: my best days are pubs, bars, cab rooms. They're not at home. Even when we've done bottle shares and bottle share extras and barbecues, they've been fantastic. They never feel as good as the pub.
1: No. I mean, I find it interesting looking at people's responses on Twitter. And if you're going for the option, like, why well, you don't go to pubs, it's more choice, or it's cheaper, or there's no good beer, and all those things. Okay, I feel actually, the, to me, the pub should be more than that. It's it's more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. It's not somewhere that you just go to get... If all you're doing is going to the pub to get beer, then you go to the supermarket, and you buy your slab of Foster's, and you go and sit on your sofa, that's fine. But it's not just about that, it's about yeah. this...
2: I mean, I, I popped into Victoria a couple of weeks ago with my son. He was coming up his seventeen later this year, but I've been taking into pubs and festivals for a long time. But we were coming back from the Lego Batman movie, popped in there, and they had a fantastic session I think I messaged you saying they had like five or six beers on. It's like Northern takeover wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Northern Monk beers, Northern
0: Monk Magic Rock, and who was the other one? Oh, I can't remember what the other one was, but it was just like there was five.
2: But I had to have, and um, we 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 just stopped in there for a couple of hours It's a it's a it's a very friendly place. But it doesn't feel like you have... It's not the same experience
0: as you have in the White Heart. No, but even put, putting that to one side and, and going back to when I did my walkabout around Whitton, what, what I did see in those pubs that had those locals' corners were that you could see that they were a strong community hub. They were places that, that, that people would go to meet other people. Yeah, and you need know that for a um, right, you, you, you know, that. the one the one place I went into, the Woolpack Inn, inn which was the place that... Sold the Whittam Brewery beer that's oh, yeah. no longer brewed in Whittam but it's only available <laughs> in that pub. That there were there were fellas sitting in there in the corner playing board games and chess and and that sort of thing, and so, so you could see that they they went to the pub to do that activity yeah. or to meet other people. And even in the White Hart, you know, there's that community spirit. So, you, you know, I think the pub is still important for that. I suppose from my point of view is, is one of the things that I look for is, is, is choice and, and the, the thing that I struggled with on that day when I visited those 13 pubs was choice and, and, and finding beers that I wanted to drink possibly over and over again it didn't, it well, didn't happen apart well, from the one pub that was selling punk IPA like in bottles
1: but if the atmosphere is good and the staff are friendly and the toilets are clean and all the other boxes are ticked and as long as the beer is in good nick, does the range really? It, it, does it doesn't really matter. If no,
0: because one one of the pubs that I went into towards the end, when to be fair, I was had I had a few by that point, and I went in there and there was a few fellas that had had a few at the bar as well, and I ended up chatting to him and ended up playing pool with one of them. So it wasn't it. Well, it was him and his dog that I ended up playing pool against, which was. Did the dog win? That's a real experience. Don't actually remember who won, to be fair. <laughs> but it, it was nice because they were quite. Oh yeah, it, who wants game of pool? And I was like, Yeah, I have a game. And, and and then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm playing pool with these random people that I've so met. That's at the bar. a
1: community thing, not a beer thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think sometimes you need to you need to separate the the, the, the two. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I mean, you don't need twenty different beers. On.
1: No, I think I found when I've been doing all of my copious notes and graph making and uh, all those things this week. The thing I found really interesting... Is C- yeah,
0: j- just I'm disclaimer, sorry. Roof prepared... I'm so sorry. ...for, for, for this tonight. a massive nerd. We, we know this. I
1: know. The um, thing I found interesting was, when I was growing up, if you wanted to go and meet your friends, and the place you went was the pub, and that was the hub of the community. And we were sitting saying, I hate people. And I thought, actually, it's not that... Although I, that's why I voted... um is it I hate strangers. It's. It's. They're not my people. And actually, now I wonder if you don't have. You don't go to the pub to find your community because your community lives in your phone. So where you would once go to the pub and that was where you met your mates and you had a chat. Actually, I can now sit at home, and I can be talking to someone. I can be on Facebook. I can be on Twitter. And, And so your community comes to you. You don't have to go out and find it. And so when you go to the White Hart, actually, their community is around that bar. And your community is on Twitter. Yeah, and that ties I, and in quite nicely
2: to Pete's
0: latest blog. It, it, it does. Well. And, yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that, because I just want to pick yeah. up on that point. That one uh, point. That, that one point about meeting people through Twitter. I, I think, personally, I, I met both of you first in person, met you in person. Yeah. Yes. But I've got to, I got to know you both through twitter yeah. Yeah. Through, through interactions that having then met you we then chat online and you find out that you you know you comment on people's beer choices and what they're doing and then oh well oh we're at the same place tonight should we grab a beer and 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 then from that friendships grow and i, I think it's interesting that I, i've commented before it, essentially my entire circle of friends are people that i have met first on twitter but the friendships have been cemented in the public yeah, abs- absolutely. They wouldn't have been cemented online. Yeah.
2: But uh, when I was, I, I, did a, I didn't do as much numbers and graph stuff as, as Ruth did, but two things that st- stood out for me, that I used to love watching football in the pub when I was quite happy to have Macro longer. Now that I like something else, I find that most posts that show football don't serve I want to have. Not all, but most. So, if they show football, there's a good chance there's nothing on offer that I really want to spend my money on. Whereas years ago, I was quite happy to just find somewhere I could watch the football. So, that for me is another reason I what's one of the reasons that I don't go to the pub? Because I can't watch the football and have decent beer. Another one a lot of people probably don't go to the pub is because you can't smoke them these days.
0: And somebody commented on that, so, pub, pub Kermit. Mm-hmm. Can't say his name. (laughs) Curmudgeon. (laughs) Pub Curmudgeon. Uh, Old Mudgee. uh, Many people would reply because I can smoke at home. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's... And I think a
2: lot of the numbers and stats probably backed it up across, you know, England, Wales and Northern Ireland Scotland, that although our bands came in at different times, the drop-off was fairly similar in percentage terms. So, for a lot of people, and I think someone else made a point in one of the the posts, it might have been Pub Curmudgeon, that... If you're in a circle of people who smoke and they no longer want to go to the pub, where you're maybe not going to meet them at the pub anymore. You've lost that circle. Or you? yeah. you're in the pub and you're with two people instead of four because two people are outside having a cigarette. And then they come back in and the next two go out and there's a bit of a relay going on. I've been quite lucky. I've fairly much had a, a non-smoking circle of friends a lot of the time. So that hasn't really affected me. So for me, I've enjoyed the fact that there's no smoking pubs. But it must have impacted quite a few people. And they've not probably well, I just think... said every period of time sort of that I do understand the rain
1: well it's impacts a lot of pubs as well because we can look at how many pubs have closed over the past five years and it directly sort of links back to the smoking ban yeah, absolutely. and the increase in sort of drink driving awareness mm-hmm. and the increase in health awareness all these yeah. all of uh, these things smoking ban was
2: probably the single biggest one that happened in a one moment in time wasn't it it was June the 30th you could smoke July the 1st or something yeah. you couldn't whereas the drinking thing has been a gradual thing over 30 40 years where it's wow. now Everyone's really aware about that. This happened overnight. One day you can smoke, one day you couldn't, and that must have impacted people's decisions not to smoke, and not to drink the pubs as much,
0: and, and stay at home. And yeah. again, it comes back to that: the comfort of your own home. You can you can sit in your pajamas. We did. We did have one person said they like to sit at home naked and drink their beer. Um, you said that. I don't oh, actually, know. No, don't. I don't no, know, know. Yeah. Um, I didn't say that. You, you know, but it's just. I suppose it's those home comforts, isn't it? You're at home and you can you can drink and, and do you what to a certain extent what, what you like. Although uh, one for you, mate, is is that Miles Lambert at Miles Lambert. Uh, thinks that beer at home can taste as good as any pub kegged beer. However, you can't replicate cask. I think that's the only one I commented on, wasn't it? That was the only one that you yeah. commented on. I'm you sure he put that in there just you for can, you.
2: unfortunately. You can't replicate cask at home. Rubbish. Can you? Get a mini cask. Same oh, stuff. Oh, no, 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 it's no,
0: I disagree. I've I've, I've had lots of those. Yeah, and then they're not as good as a cask yeah, beer. Ghost Ship
2: was the last one I got. I know I love Ghost Ship. I don't think you can replicate cask outside of the pub experience or well delivered at a beer festival.
1: See, I think that the pub experience. I think actually the beer could be the same, but the pub experience heightens it and makes it better. I, I,
0: no,
2: it's I they think they so. Well, I don't think so. The I'm house. Yeah, it'd be hard to get their cask beer. The beers they
0: deliver. Rip out it, it would, and I'm, I'm going to come back on both points here. This is, a is, 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 that, is that the first one about the, the mini cakes not being as good, probably because you can't pull them through a sparkler? And the what? other one. Since when do we have We're Englands not on for north a now. Look, you've been in these too much. And since when
1: uh,
2: do we have
0: them for a sparkler? <laughs> and the other one being. Um, I can't remember now. You've both pulled me apart over that one. It's a point, it's a point <laughs> yeah. that you made. You like
1: a, a point. Well, no, the, the being in a pub... It, the the
0: experience I, is heightened by what's going on around you. And actually, I'd Absolutely,
1: rather, yeah. And like, we've all said that our best drinking experience is in the pub, and we kind of said actually it wasn't necessarily about the beer... There's something. There's something extra that a pub.
0: Let's, let's just take for example, and, and I know we'll do this in, in a bit more detail next week. But when we were at Alltech, we were hesitant about spending Saturday afternoon in the festival because they were going to be showing the Ireland France rugby match on the big screens because we thought the noise and everything would take away from the beer festival. Yeah. They nailed it in they terms of the volume, absolutely it. showing it and the atmosphere that was in there, the heightened for that for that couple of hours heightened my drinking experience yes. all of the beers tasted better for, for, for that, that period of time I well, did keep going back to one I did keep going back to one but you know what I'm like when I find something I like I could just keep going back again and, <laughs> and again and again it only comes in pints and cans mate. it was pints <laughs> on that one it, it, was, it was it was pints on that one, one. But yeah, but, no,
2: it's right but that, that's also why I, I would still quite happily watch football in Post if I could find a pub I wanted to watch it in which I could have a nice beer it doesn't need to have a range I just need a couple of beers I quite Ooh. enjoy They assume that you will only. A lot of pubs that show football are the ones which will sell me, doing drinking IPA or macro lager. I don't want any of those in a plastic glass because I'm watching football. Apparently, I'm going to throw. You can't be trusted. I can't be trusted. If you're you're watching rugby,
1: it'd be fine.
0: Yeah. Experience. It is a different experience. Um, so I cut you off a while back. You were yeah, you were about to talk about um, because uh, Pete McKerry wrote, yeah, wrote a blog did. around a very. Did the timing was immaculate on on, on, on Pete's blog on Friday. Yeah, you? and um, so he, he he did a
2: why do we drink beer? Where do we drink beer? And he basically just gave two options: home or pubs, bars, tap rooms. where fifty-seven percent of respondents do most of their drinking at home, um, and you know he, he commented about you know he's got he, he's quite happy watching on a, a film or TV at home I have to admit when I'm watching film or TV at home I, I, if it's a program really into I don't really drink the beer
1: what do you drink
0: I'll probably well when it's not lead, tea <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me this <laughs> I'm not drinking tea
2: at huh? home so you, I,
0: won't, you won't crack a beer while you watching a film
2: a lot of the time no no
0: So I think I would or I think I do I think I like to enjoy, um, uh, uh, again, I suppose it's about heightening that experience, that if I'm drinking something that I'm enjoying, it's, it's going to make the whole experience feel better.
1: Yeah, I don't, because
0: I'm so
2: involved in the film or the TV show, probably.
1: That's where wine comes in big. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's what Im- big impy stouts are for big impy stouts single serve, yeah yeah, oh yeah. single, <laughs> si- yeah, single pour. Yeah. yeah I bought one of those yeah, I bought one of those wine glasses you know what you can get a whole bottle of wine in you can get just, just put just my impy to, stout in yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: just go straight down the neck
2: and it's tip. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a very good piece from Pete, Pete and we'll put it in the show notes as well and in fact it actually was about twice as long as Pete's normal posts
0: yeah I, I saw that as well yeah he obviously so, got carried away on this one yeah.
2: by doing the poll as well but again he also did comment that in London we may be sort of internalised against where the pubs are closing because of people not going to them as much because we have so many tap rooms, Someone's other choice. bars. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I work in the city every day. Lots of pubs I can go to and I can get good beer as well. So maybe sometimes we're in, in, in a little bit of a, not a crowd pub, but just by being in a major city, a major a pub, location, yeah that we've
0: yeah. got good choice anyway I mean I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised even at you, you know, where, where I live in, in, in Witton, that it's a population of 30,000 and there are 13 pubs that, that I can go to and none of them seem to be at risk of closing so they're, they're obviously all catering for a slightly different part of the market and it will all just be local like as well yeah, so yeah. Some of the ones you went into would have been just the locals there well, Actually, that's, that, yeah, but that's the one half to. half of those thirteen are in the High Street, and, and the High Street's about half a mile long. But you've got, so you've got
2: four, like, three or four on a corner, on, haven't
0: you? Yeah, yeah. So they're they're all competing against each other for for the same business.
1: What do you think? They're not sharing it rather than competing. So if you've got a hub, then you can then you've got a little pub crawl within itself, haven't you?
0: maybe an there, but there'd still be locals Co- considering there, considering I think three of them are owned by Green King I, I, I don't think we've got any worry that any, any of them are going to be closing down <laughs> a, 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 anytime soon
2: but beer choice isn't something that influences my decision not to go to the pub
0: it's not apart something apart
2: from like relating really it back to the football
1: do you drink differently in a pub to how you drink at home oh yeah
2: quicker I drink quicker in a pub I drink, I drink bigger
1: measures in a pub yeah because
2: I, I drink if, I'm going, if I go to a pub which is traditional, say car speed, my first thought would be, I'm ordering, it's a pint. In fact, it's not in a thought. It doesn't enter my head not to order a pint. So straight away, I'm on pints of cars. But then I'll probably do lower ABV than I would do at home as well. But I drink, if I'm in a crowd, I will drink more beer quicker in a pub than I would do if I
0: was at home. Yeah. Is that because there's a certain level of pacing that goes on, isn't there? The crowd drinks at a certain pace. Yeah.
1: I do that, I think one of my notes was actually in the pub I drink pints pints of ale and at home I drink wine glasses of small, strong, interesting beers. Yeah, so
2: you vary
1: how you do. So I probably drink less at home over the course of the evening as well. Yeah, I probably, definitely
2: less quantity but I'll definitely do a higher ABV. I at mean. Okay,
0: so just, just to start wrapping this up then. Um, majority of people on the poll went went for drinking at home because there's more choice. Um, we seem to be a little bit divided in terms of w- w- we drink at home because there's choice there, but it's not a reason not to go to to, to the pub. Any any. Final thoughts on on, 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 on this subject, uh, Ruth, as, as as the guest.
1: As a guest, I guess. I hope and well, any of your stats that you've st- not got out yeah, yet no, that, got that, that you want to get give out? Give us some more numbers. No, that I found really interesting is that in terms of total beer consumed, so both at home and in pubs, in two thousand, um, it was thirty five point one million brewers barrels, with brewers barrel being thirty six gallons. In twenty sixteen. It was 26.7, so nearly 9 million...
0: Sorry, I've just learned something there. What what a brewer's barrel is?
1: Oh, Christ. Uh, So, nearly 9 million brewer's barrels less. I guess what I was wondering, and we don't have the answers to it, but is that people drinking less alcohol in total, or is it people switching to spirits or to wine or to other things? Either way, from beer consumed in pubs in 2000, was nearly 24 million... Brewers' barrels, and in 2016,
0: it was 13. So it's almost half. That's, that's a which drop.
1: is which is that's why I found it. That's see, you mock yeah, mock me for my stats, but they're really interesting. That is a massive. That's a massive, change massive in change. And, habits, isn't it? and we wonder, and so we look at all these pubs that have closed, and that's why because there's half as much. Yeah,
2: because beer we, being we, we, we we associate pubs with beer. Yeah, even if pubs yeah. have a good range of everything else, we associate and that's part where that's that and that's foremost where is yeah. beer you know if you if you are if you really want if your first love is wine often you'll find a wine bar perhaps so I don't know if that yeah. counts under the no this this
1: is purely part beer beer and
2: pubs beer split okay. oh I'm not traitor. Um, so I would say so this is a phenomenal amount of less beer it's huge in, 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 in what's becoming a very crowded market
0: now at the same time the balance is that the off trade sales hasn't grown by the same amount, has it? It's so just the off trade has just grown a little bit more to, off-trade's to, to go little to little go trade's gone down at yeah, the same time, hasn't it? And it's just crept in front of the, the yeah. on trade sales, which which, which mm-hmm. kind of makes the headline, but actually it's not it's not that off trade has taken on trade share. It's literally just yeah. that that's that's gone up at the time that this has had a massive decline.
1: And that's what I found interesting actually. About the, as the population, the way we drink has clearly changed massively. Yeah. We're not doing the swift half thing. We're not going to the
2: pub. for We five don't pints. pop into the pub. No, we don't. Put, well, we're more likely to pop into a pub for five pints than a pint. Mm-hmm. I think is, you're more so.
0: likely to go yeah to go to the pub for a session. Yeah, because you're, you're but you don't you, go as often.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. But you, I think pubs rely pubs successful pubs rely on the people who do pop in for just a couple. On a regular basis, then people saying I will meet up with X amount of people in two weeks' time on a Thursday night or something.
0: Which is which is probably why the Owl House in Chelmsford is so successful because Clayton always manages to get in there <laughs> on his way home. <laughs>
2: A name-checking Clayton because he's the regular. He's <laughs> he's not is, the only regular he is the regular. regular. No, no, he's no, not. We bumped into one of the alehouse regular regulars in the craft town in the beer company the other day. Really? Yeah. He said, oh, "I just want to come in for a change." Yeah, yeah, Then he went off to get the train, and I'm fairly convinced he was going to pop in the alehouse.
0: <laughs> I, I think so, but that, again, it's, it's, again, that comes back to locale. It, it's based right under the station. So yeah. if, if I lived in Chelmsford, it's a very good chance I'd be in there every night of the week. To be fair to us, Steve, we've got off our trains to our respective destination, which is north of Chelmsford, just had a quick one. Yes, yeah. we, we have. <laughs> we, we have. Um, so what, what about yourself, mate? You prefer drinking at home? I still prefer drinking in a pub. Still prefer to drink in a pub? Yes.
2: Pub, the pub experience for me and drinking beer with mates in a pub is still the, to, one of the top experiences for me,
0: definitely. Okay. I, I think. I think for me, it's um, if, if it's about beer choice, I probably want to be at home because I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a greater selection of beers to choose from. If it's about atmosphere and what I want the evening to be, it's probably going to be the pub because I'm going to be with with, with friends in, in enjoying the experience together. Yeah,
2: and I think the pub is ingrained in our DNA in the, in the UK it, as well. It? It?
1: It's yeah. the thing that's really. Sort of special and almost unique to the UK. You don't get no. a pub culture anywhere else. No, and I,
2: and I think that's probably that's when it probably gets a little bit. We get a bit gnarled about when they try to when community when people want to save their pub, but they probably don't go there that often.
1: And we're all sitting here saying we love the pub and what a special thing it is, but also that we drink at home more often.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I drink at home. I was trying to think about it the other day. I drink in the pub less.
1: I think I just drink more than you. That might be it. But,
2: but that's partly because in the city these days, say so your long lunches and regular pub lunches is more frowned upon than it used to be. Um, so I think I go to the pub list, but I don't know if I've necessarily replaced all my pub sessions with drinking at home.
0: Okay. So on that note, um, revelation. what about this? <laughs> what, what about the beer that we've been well, drinking? You
2: need the easy IPA it goes yeah. in nice nice. Um, it's, it's a nice. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice example
0: of session IPA. It's light, easy to drink. A little bit of citrus in there. Well no, not Not too bitter. See straight through it. Yeah, it's clear. It's uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely perfect in in terms of no, um, um, a, a, a beer that. to have got us through that discussion. Now we're going to have one more drink this evening uh, as as we Go finish on. off the. The, the, the final few segments of the show. Um, and I'm a little bit worried about...
2: Are you a bit worried or hesitant, Steve,
0: even? Mm. Just a little bit, because... Um, Can tell open it? Ru- Ru- tell, us, tell us what we're going to be drinking. We're
1: going to be drinking gin. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's exciting, gin. Why are
0: we drinking gin on a beer show?
1: We're mm-hmm. drinking gin on a beer show because I had it in my bag, because that's the kind of girl I am. Um, but mainly, this is gin a... It says more
0: about you than us, I think. <laughs> it
1: really does. Um, have a sniff. It's lovely. This is a collaboration gin. Collaboration? gin. you
2: Brilliant,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Renegade Brewery, which is a brand of West Berkshire Brewery, who I work for, um, and Wayfarers, who are an amazing distillery in Um And the reason we're drinking it on a beer show is because it's got hops in it.
0: So it's a it's a it's a hop gin.
1: It's a hop gin. It's made in quite an interesting way. So rather than the hops being added and then distilling a London dry style, which means you distill all the botanicals together, um, they use a rotavap. So you distill under pressure. A what? A rotavap. Uh-huh, uh, it's nice. a cool thing that makes it looks like a sort of science lab. It basically means you can distill at a lower temperature. So rather than distilling at sort of 78 degrees-ish where you get lots of bitterness out of hops. You distill about 40 degrees-ish and then you get all the cool stuff going on. So it's almost, you get the same effect as if you dry-hopped it. Okay.
2: So it's... You can
0: still smell the juniper though, can't you? Yeah. I've, I've just had a little... Sniff. Sniff. Did yeah. it make you feel sick? Uh, he, no, hasn't, he, he hasn't pulled his cider face. That's wow. Stuff. It actually smells quite
1: nice.
0: You, it's, um, you well, a... the bed. It, <laughs> smells, it smells a little bit like perfume.
1: What i say is have a little taste without the tonic in it. Mm. Ooh, nice. Well, no, because you've got to... Well, also, okay, have a smell of it not in the bottle without the tonic in okay. it. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: So this... Oh, out, out
0: of the bottle. The, 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 the one thing I get straight away is more alcohol. Once, once it's in the oh,
1: glass, me.
0: it's in a bigger vessel. So I'm, I'm going to put it out there now that I'm not a you hate gin. Not, not, no, not just gin. I'm not, I'm not a spirit drinker. Okay. Uh, uh, or oh, it's, it's not something that I've ever really been into. Um, so this, this is a, a, a bit of a challenge oh, for, oh. for me. So
1: when we first made this, there was a partner beer to go with it. Um, beer was amazing. So they're both products are called Ukko. Ukko was the... um, I'm going to get this wrong now. um, The Finnish god of the harvest.
2: For everyone listening, Steve has (laughs) now called his (laughs) cider Um, face.
0: Oh, there. Just had a shut up. So (laughs) the idea is to have a
1: (laughs) beer with gin ingredients and a gin with beer ingredients. That kind of way around. A few
2: people have done that, haven't they? Beer with juniper. Yeah, and and it's... uh, I think did the juniper saison,
1: didn't they? Yeah, And, and actually it works... It works really, really well um, as a sort of double act. We've only got gin left, um, and I thought I'd bring you a nice treat. It's a good thing, see. Gin's good. Um, I'm, so I'm sure it is. I, I don't... Columbus and Vic's Secret are the hops that hopefully you can pick up.
2: Oh uh, no, I wouldn't have picked up any. I, I, I can't pick okay. up any. The only, the any only thing I, d- I, I felt like I wasn't there wasn't as much juniper going on. I don't know if that's the hops have taken away from it or they've got less juniper in there. But um, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I wouldn't have been able to say there was hops in it if you hadn't told me.
1: I think for me what they add is that kind of tropical note, particularly the sort of Vic secret adds a kind of tropical fruit aroma.
0: Is this the first of the beer of pods?
1: That I've got, Steve? He's not drinking it.
0: The, um, other than when we did Brewdog's Dog's hop shop. Uh that was still a beer, though. Still a beer. And prior to that we did do Sink the Bismarck as well, which you could probably questioned whether that was still a beer at forty two percent. Still a beer. Um, but, no, but no, it's it is a first for uh the, the the podcasts that we're actually doing a a spirit.
1: I feel like I've done something really bad and the world's gonna no, end. No, no, <laughs> no,
2: no. We already had Wayne on the uh, on the beer club the beer club Irish beer snobs claiming that some Damien was being born
0: because we'd come. Yeah, come yeah. Up. So, <laughs> so be no, nothing, nothing bad will happen. No, it's uh, it's more drinkable with tonic water in it. Oh, good. So That's my phrase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Um, but I, I'm not. I'm not a spirit. I'm not a gin drink drinker. So drinking it neat was was a challenge. Is a preferred to tonic me. to
2: go with it?
0: If you had a choice.
1: For me personally, so. So no tonic, I would
2: use myself.
1: So. From memory, the guys at Wayfarer's put it with Fevertree and some orange zest. Okay. Um, personally, I, I can't, I don't know, I go for Waitrose's own brand. Oh, <laughs> because, because um, know, I'm a big fan um, of Fevertree tonic as well. I don't know, for me, I like to have a really neutral tonic because then actually if you're tasting lots of different gins and you're tasting the gin... Rather than tasting the tonic, okay, I I, the, I don't. I understand the idea of having different tonics to go different gins, yeah. but I think then you're tasting. You're then comparing drink
2: you're to the drink to rather drink. than gin. To gin, yeah.
1: like you wouldn't go around and put a different garnish in loads of different beers mm. and then compare the beers. It's the same for me. It's the same thing. Um, it's, but yeah. it depends if you're comparing them or if you just want to have. An yeah, experience. I mean, I, I don't. I don't
2: do much gin comparing. It. I mean, I just tend to use the bottle I've got at the time. Oh, maybe that's just you, Ruth. <laughs>
1: My beer
0: cupboard is more full than my gin cupboard. If that helps. <laughs> I'm getting, um, flavour wise. Yeah. It, it's it's a little bit bitter on on, on the end. It's quite dry, isn't mm-hmm. it for me? The end. It, it's dry. I'm getting a lot of. I'm, I'm getting quite a lot of orange in in there, mm-hmm. as as well, and maybe some hints of, of, of some tropical stuff going on. I don't know whether that's the hops coming through in it or 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 not, but it's. I, I I don't know how to describe it. Which tonic is a very soft gin.
1: I think it's quite nicely rounded. Yeah. is they've got some interesting things in there. So they also added um, olive distillate and some pine and some it's quite a mix, seaweed. Isn't it? It's a really interesting mix, yeah. and they make gin quite. A, it is well balanced though, it hasn't got any rough edges. They make it quite a unique. Well, I think it's quite an interesting way that they do a basic distillation in London dry method, which is juniper, orange, orris coriander, sort of the usual stuff, yeah. and then we'll basically blend other distillates, okay. so they started stilling because they are a cocktail bar, and wanted to make individual cocktail ingredients, and then that's gone on to...
2: To making the ones you can making, sort of take away.
1: Making gin, they make their own, lots of, yeah. I
2: mean, gin, no gin's, gin's massive these days, isn't it?
1: Gin's really cool. Gin's almost as cool as beer. Not quite.
2: I, I, I would agree with that. I, I do like a good gin. I... I hated my Christmas party they're just important which I can't
1: stand I think what, what's really lovely at the moment is there's a huge range of beers available there's a huge range of gins so there's those different interesting wines it's not just one well, thing anymore you can, there's a whole range of different things to have there's here. almost as
2: many gin distillers in London as there are breweries isn't there nearly
0: you've been listening to the Gin O'Clock show now <laughs> back to your regular <laughs> programming <Sorry. laughs> Sorry? Um, that's, that, that, that's, that's fine. I'll I've buy you a pint of it make up I'm just yeah. sitting back <laughs> and, and, and listening to it. Um, um, resin, please. Seriously, let's get back to the, uh, the regular the rear, programming. Okay. Um, <laughs> who's won the Prizes Prize this week, mate? Well, uh, the
2: Prizes Prize has been won by someone who won it the last one, I think. Cowboy Drinks Craft.
0: Oh, twice. Right. And he was really chuffed that he won it last yeah, well, he's time won as it well. Again
2: because it he probably helped that we have been to the venue where he took the picture. He took, okay. he took a picture of um, Yellow Belly at the free trade Inn. I'm just showing it now. That's really cool.
0: Like. Actually, that is yeah. very cool. And Is it rest- just me that's getting that that looks like the Statue of Liberty? I,
2: I, if, he's, if he hasn't done it on purpose, it still looks really good. Because, yes, that's what I thought as well. But we've, we have been to the free trade Inn as part of the Crimbo Crawl. Yeah. I can picture exactly where that beer is sitting and the view it's got. And it looks fantastic. So, Cowboy Drinks Craft, for his picture, Yellow Belly at the free training, has won. So, he's, he's, if he wins next time, he's on for a hat-trick. He's on
0: a two-week streak. No pressure there. There's, there's never been a three-time winner. Never been a hat-trick. Not, not in a row, never been a hat-trick. There you they've, go. They've, the they've always stumbled at, at the second week. So, um, great picture. Uh, and if you want to have a go at entering the prize, prize, put an image on Instagram, use the hashtag cheers, guys. And if it's the one that Martin loves the most, it's the one that will get the big box of nothing. Exactly. On, on the next show. It, 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 you
2: know, if you are around when you win, you do get the big box of nothing exists. It, it does people exist. People, people
0: are questioning whether it actually exists. And
2: but you got it last
0: time. I, I've got it. Uh, Sean's got it. Sean's had it. Um, if, if you happen to be in the area where we are, after you've won, we will deliver you a box of nothing into yeah, your hands. We're good like that. Yes, we are, We indeed.
2: are good
0: like that. No expense fare. <laughs> Absolutely not, <laughs> mate, no, unless it's the price of a train ticket to the other end of the country. Um, so, moving on to letters, which is, which is now obviously called something different. Let us know. Write it down. Let us know. Write it down. Let us know your thoughts and bitter in lingerness. Oh my Write my it mind. down. Just a couple this week. So firstly, the, the first letter uh, this week actually comes from me, um, which, is a, which is a follow-up... It's the me o'clock show now. It, no, it's, it's, it's a follow-up to the last studio show we did where um, I had a bit of a... Con- a moment. Confession, a moment about about my issues with Cannonball uh, at the moment. And, and And a few people came back and said... Have you actually spoken to, to Magic Rock uh, about it to find out if anything's changed? And, and at that time I hadn't, but I have now. So I, I did email uh, Rich Burhouse uh, at Magic Rock, who's, who's the managing director up there. Um, I know Rich quite, quite well. I've had a few beers with him. Um, I thought it was only fair for them to, to have their say on, on, yeah. on the situation because I, I think some people felt that maybe I was being unnecessarily critical. Um, so so I, I just asked outright if anything has changed. Uh, about it Um, ingredients wise um, nothing's changed in in terms of of Cannonball it's still the same ingredients that they've always used uh, to make the beer Uh, what's changed is that they've um, they've they've just changed the way slightly that they brew it so they centrifuge it now rather than fine it and and that tends to lead to more of the flavour being retained and and a more hazy character to it which is obviously um, a trend that we're seeing but actually um that they had started doing this before we saw the trend of the, the the northeast not not in the northeast, the, the, the New England. Sorry, I saw the letters NE um, in my mind, and <laughs> the, the New England IPA, the the, the juice merc bomb You've got things. That North East the, New England. The, 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 there are yeah, I'm putting it down to the gin. My inability <laughs> <Sorry>. to speak <laughs> at the end of this show. Um, and and but Rich actually being the, the, the sort of person that he is and the character that he is actually challenged back and where well, uh, as well and said, um, maybe it's just your. Tastes that have changed uh, over the years. And I have to
2: admit, I I was quite happy with all of his explanation apart from that bit.
0: Well, I'm a yes and a no because, yes, my tastes have moved on. Um, But it was always a staple of yours. Yeah, but if if the recipe's the same, then then, then what's changed?
2: Yeah, but you can make your chocolate brownies with the recipe the same and make it differently. You can still make things differently with the same quantity, the same recipe. Anyone who cooks or makes anything or whatever it might be, the same product.
1: But equally, your palate can change. So you can get, you can yeah. get more used to things, so you get more used to things. But my palate's changed over the years,
2: and I still love a brilliant fine of Landlord. That's well documented now. And I, landlord's a very good bit. Yeah, but the, as far as I'm aware, the Landlord's stayed the same. My has changed, and I don't dislike the beer.
0: So, And I think I would probably say the same about an, another beer that we're both quite close to, Edinburgh Scotia yeah. is, is is still very, very good in in terms of what it tastes like and it doesn't seem to have changed.
2: Yeah, I, I, no. I think cannibal does taste differently, even if they aren't using even if they're brewing it with the same ingredients, they're not brewing it the same way.
0: And and I think also, um, Mark Johnson fed back as well. I, I picked up on a tweet that he, he put out on the weekend that he'd had a pint of Cannonball and it was unrecognisably still the same beer that he's always drunk. Um, and I know it was aimed at me and I went back to him and, and, and said to him, okay, I'm, I'm going to have, have an explanation about this on the next show. Um, I, I, I suppose what I wanted to say was, was just, to, just in terms of clearing things up, that nothing's changed about the beer other than the way that they produce it. It's still the same recipe. It's always been, but it's a different product. But, it's it's, but it's it's coming out differently because of the way that they now have uh, they said it.
1: that it's coming out differently, or is it you think it's? Coming well, well, no, it was
0: it was in Richard's email that, that they centrifuge it now rather than use findings. So
2: beer, beer, looks and tastes different. Yeah.
0: So it's not—that's got nothing to do with our palette changing. But your sad uh, little face. I, I know, and, and two of you are <laughs> seeing that now. Yeah, yeah, two oh. of you are seeing that now. So I just wanted to, to, to bring that up. But I it was, it was,
2: uh, did appreciate him coming back.
0: Though. Um, so just a couple of other um, sort of letters this, this week. So uh, Will Longmate at Longmate with an eight so down with the kids. Um, is it better to be full of beer than full of shit? I say a lot of time we full of both. I think one leads to the other, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> um, and then uh, Thomas Marshall at TDTM82 uh, was uh, this was to you yeah. and I, mate. Yeah. His question. So the conclusive question is: a trip to Ireland quicker than rail replacement bus? Quite possibly, yes. I I I I agree <laughs> as as well. So um, obviously, Bittery Lingerness is our listeners only letters section. If if you want to submit something for this section, just put something on Twitter. Use the hashtag opinions and we will find it and mention you on a future show. Um, we're just about there, aren't we? I think we are. I'm still enjoying this gym, though. This has been a, it's been a mammoth show. Yeah, it's been a um, mammoth show. Those those folks that don't like the uh, <laughs> the long ones aren't going to enjoy tonight. Uh,
2: they can listen to it in two parts themselves.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Ruth, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very you much for inviting w- me. Thanks for bringing all your knowledge and stats. I hope you're well and behaved. And the gin. And, and gin as, as well. Um, where can people find you on Twitter?
1: Oh, at Beer Fairy, but spelt in a really wanky way.
0: Okay, we'll link it through in the Thanks. show notes so people can... <laughs> um Give Ruth a follow uh, because she is not always full of smut shit. Thanks, um, but uh, Um <laughs> too. Does, does, does have <laughs> quite, quite a lot of really good insight <laughs> some, sometimes. Uh, as well. And do you want to give a shout out for the brewery that you work for as well? Uh,
1: yes, yeah, so I work for West Berkshire Brewery, uh, which has got a sub brand of Renegade.
0: Craft. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, sorry. And <laughs> the, the gin. Actually, the gin I would love like to give thing. a shout
1: out to uh, lovely Laurie Often, who is one of my customers and also the distiller of the gin. So that's Wayfarers, uh, who are based in the treehouse in Beaconsfield.
0: Okay, absolutely brilliant. Um, next week, uh, do you know what we're doing next week? Uh, we are doing a studio show next week. Back we're, in the studio. We are doing a the studio show. studio. We're gonna talk about all tech. We're gonna talk
2: about all tech and
0: we're drinking the Pirate Life Beers. We are drinking Pirate Life beers. We are doing session IPA, IPA and double IPA. So we do All the IPAs. All the IPAs to make up for the gin. This <laughs> evening. Uh, um, so that's, that's yeah, next I, week's I show. I pay attention. You, you do I, pay attention. i read the schedule. Uh, you, you have indeed. Uh, so that should be good fun. So, so if you've got Pirate Life beers, uh, let us know what you think about them. Uh, and, and until then, um, cheers, folks. Cheers. Cheers.